0: And welcome, you're listening to Reclaiming the Woman in You, Beyond Motherhood Podcasts, where you learn how to fall back in love with yourself, get your fire back even after having kids, and feel so confident that you go after your wildest dreams. I'm your host, Camille Busson thompson sex, love, and empowerment coach for mothers, Hey mamas, it's 2020! Happy New Year! We're going to start the year with seven consecutive episodes and each going through an element of how you can simplify and sexify your life in 2020. So the Simplify and Sexify Your Life is a plan that helps you to focus on on the essentials, letting go of all the mind drama and unnecessary stuff that is holding you back from feeling good in your own skin, loving towards yourself and going after your desires without the guilt. And also, it's a way to invite more pleasure and delicious sensual energy to spice up your life. So each piece of the Simplify and Sexify plan, and there are seven, will help you to shift how you relate to yourself and others. So the seven episodes, we're going to have a guess for each of them, but we're going to give you something practical at the end of each episode. So based on what we're talking on this episode, you need to do this one thing, right? To implement it. And if you do all seven, you'll be able to revolutionize your life. You'll be able to have a different relationship to yourself, to your mind, to your body, your emotions, a different relationship to your sexuality and the way you communicate with your partner, your relationship to space and time. So with less stress, more clarity, energy, and confidence for what truly matters to you. So it's time to shift back to focus on you, Mama. If you've been involved with motherhood up until now, up until your neck, and you feel like it's a time for a shift 2020 is the year that you're going to say yes to yourself and to your own desires. And I want to be supporting you into that and inviting you to bring that simplicity and that sexy energy on. So today, I want to focus on how we relate to our thoughts, the relationship to our minds. What stories are you telling yourself? And I want to... Explain the impact of storytelling. As human our brains love to hear a story. And that's how we relate to our beliefs. So we're telling ourselves so many stories about different things. Whenever you want to change your life, you want to change the story. You want to change what you're telling yourself. And those values will influence your actions so the power of the narrative is the key part in our belief system. So for instance, I had to rewrite my own story from feeling like a victim to being my own heroine. And there's incredible power on doing that. I used to tell myself this story about how I got lost in motherhood and didn't remember who I was Felt trapped into what I was telling myself about being a mother and especially a good mother. So the pressure that I was putting on myself was huge. And making myself feel guilty for wanting more. Now I choose to see that I needed to get lost into motherhood to rediscover who I am. So that's my empowerment story and that's how I'm telling myself that. And I just change and shift the way that I see things and experiences I had and how I choose to go forward about it. So today I'm talking with Katie Walton, founder of Rigby, which celebrate the person within the parents, about how it's so easy to get lost into motherhood and how to slowly get yourself back out there. So I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today, Katie.
1: Thank you, Camille. It's so great to be here.
0: So tell us a bit about you, Katie.
1: So I'm Katie Walton. I am originally from Canada. So if you hear a Canadian accent, that's why. Um, But I currently live in North Carolina Um, I work full-time and I have a side business uh, and I also am mom to a three-year-old daughter uh, and um, happily married uh, four years ago um, to a southerner in in the United States so I'm uh, planning to stick around this area Um, and um, yeah I just uh, you know the mom thing is kind of new to me I wasn't close to a lot of um, people that um, had kids. So uh, it was definitely a journey for me.
0: (laughs) Can you tell us more what happened when you became a mom?
1: So uh, I was, you know, very happy with my career. It was progressing well, um, and I still do work um, full time and absolutely love it, Um, we just, uh, my husband and I, just kind of felt like, okay, this is a good time. Um, and I started out not knowing if I would be a mom. Um, so when uh, we started trying, we were fortunate to um, conceive, you know, a few months in, and um, fast forward to, um, you know, having this uh, child to raise. Uh, and with all of that came a lot of. Um, really self-education on my part. um, I kind of tackled it like I do with any other challenge. I tried to read as much as I could. I tried to ask all the questions, went to classes, all of that uh, in preparation. And I think that is when it kind of started to, I I found myself being so focused and almost obsessed with, you know, this uh, new journey that I was, um, slowly uh losing my sense of identity and and things that used to be really important to me um Mm. so yeah i think uh in august um 2016 uh that was the birth of my daughter and uh um after that it was kind of more of the same right so now it's real uh, and I just kept kind of trying to educate myself and really, um, trying to be present with, uh, with her and understanding, you know, the best way to do everything. And yeah, so it was, um, it was nice at first, but definitely a bit of a struggle as well.
0: So when did you realize that you were losing a bit of your identity? Was it like gradually or did you just woke up one day and felt like, Oh, <laughs> where am I?
1: yeah uh for me i don't think i realized um because i don't consider myself um you know a sentimental kind of person and um you know i i thought of motherhood as um you know in in practical kind of ways um so i don't think i had prepared for all of the emotions that would go with it um but also uh, just having kind of an, I think I had an out of body experience at some point where it was like waving to my old self um, saying, you know, I, I used to put certain things in myself first or, you know, at all, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just having certain things that um, were important to me and didn't have anything to do with being a parent. Um, So, um, eventually I was able to find those small pleasures again. And, um, you know, it would be just sitting in a car, listening really deeply to a song, um, or, you know, getting back into work and having really intense sessions for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, um, that really made me realize, oh, okay, I, at some point along the way, um, was really obsessed almost addicted um so i I looked um for some you know understanding of how that worked and um there's several you know studies that have shown i think there was one small one um a few years ago from the university of montreal that um showed that the reward center of the brain becomes very active um when women who just gave birth they smell a newborn, and it just kind of lights up the pathways. And um, just like any other time that you're addicted, or even just learning something new and really focused on that challenge. So I found myself very good at that and very satisfied and rewarded by that intense focus. Um, But I knew it wasn't sustainable. Uh, It pushed out so much else of what made me, me.
0: Hmm. And were you feeling like resentful or how did it translate like emotionally? Were you like frustrated or were you just like numb through that? How, how was the emotion?
1: Yeah, I think it was a little bit of numbness, a little bit of resentment. Um, and, um, you know, when you have strong expectations of yourself, um, you expect that you can kind of do it all. And, um, uh, be, you know, the best parent that you can be and the best partner and, um, still not lose yourself. And, you know, it, it can kind of, um, get unbalanced, uh, I think in a lot of ways. So I had a, definitely a mix of emotions. um, but when I actually realized what was happening, um, you know, I was able to kind of, course correct that um, where now um, I see parenting a lot differently and I think I'm able to um, be an effective parent a lot better um, because I I do value um, and have reconnected with a lot of that essence of you know what I used to be <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. really why um, I created a list so yes. um,
0: Tell me about the list.
1: Yeah. So um, so I have a list of more than 40 um, things that one can do um, with just five minutes at a time. Uh, and I call it my fathom five. So mm-hmm. just fathom spending five minutes um, to do one of a few things. It, uh, I have it broken up into sections. So one is for just enrichment, knowledge, inspiration. Um, There's one section expression. So those are the, just because, and um, with really no further aim than sheer escape Um, and then execution. So stuff that you have to get done uh, as an adult, as a parent, um, and you know, just short things though, that uh, will really, you know, help you feel better. Um, So, you know, in tandem with that, I was creating a line of um, parenting accessories that really puts the parent first, um, thinking about their style and function while they happen to also need to carry small things for their little ones, like pacifiers and that kind of thing. Um, In doing that, I said, okay, well, I have this list. Um, I want to help you know, caregivers as much as possible. So that's something I was able to kind of offer um, on, on my website uh, that, you know, it's open to anyone that um, just wants to see this list of, you know, short five minute bursts that can help them retain some of that identity and vitality.
0: Yeah, I really like that I really like that you mixed um you know some practical accessories, how to carry pacifier in, you know, a fashionable way, but also thought about actually what was meaningful to you in your motherhood journey and then you were able to like break it down to through those, you know, tips and advice and how to do that. So I, I love the I love the different categories and I really like I really like that list.
1: Yeah, and as a a new parent um you know, I was finding that a lot of the things were kind of screaming to the world, like I'm a mom and, you know, having little ducks and things like that on it, and it's fun and it's cute, but it wasn't really me. So that was kind of the, um, the drive to, to start something a little different. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's certainly, um, having that list, um, that I can just offer, uh, is important to me as well. Um, Mm. and it won't be for everyone. And I don't think, um, my list, you know, even though there's, you know, 40 things and I tried to keep it on one page and all of that, it's not going to be exhaustive. I think, um, people can come up with their own five minute items and favorites and, um, Yeah, but I think
0: that's what is really inspiring is that, you know, reading that list, again, it might not be exactly the list for everyone, but then you get like the idea of, well, how could I spend five minutes doing something for myself that I really enjoy doing? Okay, am I like dancing? So I love the dancing suggestion part, because this is personally something that I love doing, the dance breaks, and then I could think of something else that might not be on your list. So I think the inspiration just to, you know, especially for new moms, You know, realizing, wow, I could maybe do something different. So, and that would give me idea to do more. This inspiration is 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 a key part.
1: Yeah, I'm really hoping that it can kind of um, start some momentum. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe everyone goes through that kind of fog and cocoon, and that's fine. But uh, when you're ready to break free of that, um, and you certainly hear it right from new moms, they're kind of saying, Oh, I, you know, I can't get, you know, five, 10 minutes alone. And um, we can, right. We, you know, it might not be an hour, but we Mm -hmm. can certainly carve out a little teeny tiny bit of time. And um, the more we do that, I think the more we will um, make that a priority. And I think it's a very healthy thing, and
0: yeah, totally. I think it's, it's all about being intentional, and uh, but you need to be willing to get there a little bit to like spare those five minutes, even if it's only five minutes, to know that it will be helpful in the long run. That you will need that. Uh, but I feel in my experience and people I've met and talked to, there's like a, a moment where it happens, and it's not always the same moment for every woman. You know, some will need will need a couple of years or more. Uh, to or sometimes super early just to realize okay i need to also do something for myself and being a mother is adding something it shouldn't be like taking away all of me i'd love for you to share some of the ideas some of the tips that you have on your list if you can just like give us some your top
1: tips sure um so one i really like and i just did it the other night (laughs) um as i was you know taking the trash out uh just spent a few minutes gazing up at the stars. I mean, I had to do it anyway. <laughs> so as I was outside and the weather was nice enough, you know, just took a moment to kind of stay outside and um, look up at the stars. And uh, it, it is just so um, soothing to be able to do that. Um, so, you know, and, and things like that, that might seem silly on the list I would uh, encourage people to try you know the sometimes the sillier be, the better to kind of break you
0: I don't think it's silly I love looking at stars I just don't have I can't see them from London but yeah. <laughs> every time I've got a chance I love it
1: um, another one that I also think is kind of silly but um, was uh, I I was in a, the car waiting to pick up my daughter from daycare Uh, And just on the back of an envelope that I happen to have, um, I sketched a (laughs) self-portrait. So so i in the mirror, you know, for a good while to be able to, okay, where's my eyes? Okay, this is where my eyebrows are. And, you know, just do as good a job as I could sketching a self-portrait. So it felt, you know, very indulgent and silly. And, you know, it was not meant to um, be used in any other way than just to kind of pass the time. And, um, and it also, you know, makes you really study yourself in the mirror. I haven't, you know, I'm not one to do that. So I, I don't wear a lot of makeup, that kind of thing. So um, I like these ones that kind of push us outside of our comfort zone. And they have a little bit of novelty in there. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why you know many of the items in my list, um, even like uh, reading an article or you know something like that. They suggest genres or stores or routines um, that you might might not be accustomed to. Um, just because I think it gives that extra zing <laughs> to your mm-hmm. vitality. Uh, yeah. And even, you know, there are some things that um, they're kind of for the kid. I mean, building something um, with children's, your child's blocks or toys um, as a surprise. You know, I, I do this very often and up, end up having fun. So I put it on the list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, I totally
0: it, do that. I, yeah, I'm very playful with my kids stuff, yeah.
1: right. and it's fun to watch their reaction to you, mm. you know, playing with it or, you know, having a surprise for them. And um, so not all of it is just about you, but uh, but yeah. Um, and there's some other practical ones, too. Um, most of the ones in um, the section under execution, for sure. Um mm just shower, <laughs> showering, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is definitely something you have to do at some point. Um, but it can be also very enriching too. And, you know, there's other things like uh, creating a system of, you know, whether it's your home or office or car, that's just always disorganized. Um, just having that deep thinking of, okay, how can I process this where it'll be a lot easier for me and, you know, that sometimes only takes five minutes and it's really useful. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, hopefully this has um, some ideas just to get people started and um, feeling like themselves again.
0: Yeah, I love that. I really love that it will spark, you know, someone's imagination to look and inspire to look into what can I do, what, you know, I would like to do from that list. And, yeah, and I like that it touched on, on things like, you know, mindfulness, being con- in connect connection with your senses, like you were saying about the stars staring and the stargazing. Mm-hmm. I feel that just when we connect to our senses, this is a really good way to, you know, leave the busy mind, but also connect to how we're feeling inside. So getting into, you know, the dancing or something moving and connecting to your body has something very strong. Um, And also, yes, you know, the creativity, like when you said you were sketching and the pointlessness of that activity, it's what is so freeing, you know, and then also being playful, using your children's Lego and blocks and doing something, just going into, I I play a lot with my kids personally, because I, I have this you know, I switch from the parent to, you know, being, having fun myself. And they really react so well to that. They love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that might be a, an interesting, you know, second intera- iteration of this is that we could kind of matrix this out and say, okay, some of this is more physical. Some of it is, you know, mindfulness. Some of it is this and that, you know, there's so many different, um, I think, categories that are, Represented um, and yeah, I think as people add their own, um, you know, it'll just get even more complex and hopefully beneficial too.
0: I love that it's your first uh, first step. You know, it's a it's a list, so people like that. It's actionable. Uh, it doesn't take too long. I, I love to give practices that are like five to ten minute, fifteen minute top because I know we're busy as moms and we don't have time. So I love the way you did it, that it's, it's simple, and then it can really spark something in each of us. So that's, that's perfect. Yeah.
1: I really hope so. I was reading uh, this book, o- Awareness, with uh, Anthony DeMello, and uh, I'll, I'll read a passage that I found was um, very related to all the things we've been talking about. Um, he says, I'm listening to a symphony, but if all I hear is the sound of the drums, I don't hear the symphony. What is a loving heart? A loving heart is sensitive to the whole of life, to all persons. A loving heart doesn't harden itself to any person or thing. But the moment you become attached, in, any, in my sense of the word, then you're blocking out many other things. You've got eyes only for the object of your attachment. You've got ears only for the drums. The heart has hardened. Moreover, it's blinded because it long, it no longer sees the object of its attachment objectively. Love entails clarity of perception, objectivity. There is nothing so clear-sighted as love. So I really, really like that because it talks about, you know, if you're so, so attached to this little precious baby, <laughs> You, you actually are doing a disservice to, you know, the whole of uh, them and you and this moment um, and really being wholly um, full of life. So um, that's
0: beautiful. Yeah. I really love that, that, that passage as well. So yeah, true.
1: Yeah. It can be yeah. a very joyous thing and a very meaningful thing. Um, if we uh, try to find that balance.
0: Yes. Yes. And then it will inspire them as well. So, you know, it's so good to see that as a shift in, you know, being a good parent or the best parent we can be is actually being the best self we can be so we can inspire them. So I love that idea with the the metaphor with the music and the symphony. Well, that was so nice to have you. I love all you shared and I will link them 5 list, so anybody can have it.
1: You know, I really hope that um, it, it's helpful to people. And uh, I'm also looking forward to everything that you're sharing as well, Camille. So thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Katie. Hey,
1: okay, take care.
0: So I promised you one practical thing, and we're going to do this every episode of the podcast. So here it is. Are you ready? Your thoughts, your beliefs, create how you feel. And that defines your actions or non-actions and their results. I'll say that again. The thoughts that you have and your beliefs create how you feel. And that will define your actions and their results. So changing your thoughts, changing the story you're telling yourself about motherhood or about going after your dreams and desires is your key to reclaiming yourself. So it could be reclaiming motherhood or anything else. So this week, I am challenging you to do that one thing that will change the way you relate to your thoughts. So you're going to start to write down one desire that you have. And every morning, you're going to wake up and... Focus on that desire and spend five minutes journaling about why you can't have it already. So all the reasons that you're telling yourself why you can't have it or it won't take ages or this and that. Just go mad. Write all the negative stuff that is coming through your mind. Write them down. This is the way you lock them on paper. Uh, because your mind will be tricky if you do that just in your mind. You have to write them down, yes. So you list all of them, all of those limiting thoughts and beliefs. And then, once you're done, you can look at each of them and write a counter thought. So it will be a positive and realistic thought that could you could replace uh, to help you move forward. So for example, um, you could write you have a project about writing a book, let's say that, and you have one thought in the morning that is, I will never finish this project, I never finish my project, okay? And when you go back and look at each thoughts, you can write out, actually, I have already done this and that before, I have finished things. And if you're not sure about how you can do that, you can always... Write something around, I'm committed to find out how. So I'm committed to find out how to finish a project. If you've never, never, ever finished a project, which I doubt, but if it's your case, you could be, well, I've never done it, but I'm committed to do it. I'm committed to learn, to find out how to do it. So replace each of the negative main thoughts morning after morning for positive Realistic ones. So you're not going to go crazy on something that is unattainable from where you are. You have to be realistic because your brain won't trust that and won't believe you. But find something that is a step that you feel confident you can get there. It's the in-between steps that are so important. So you do that for five days in a row. And at the end of the five days, you record all the new thoughts And you make yourself your own meditation that you will listen to daily. That is so simple and very, very powerful. All right, that's it for today. But next week, we're going to talk about your relationship to your body. And here's what I'm going to share next week. I'm going to teach you how to shift your relationship to your body. And I'm going to give you the three things that you can do to help you shift your relationship to your body. So if you're struggling to love and accept how you look or some specific parts of your body, you've got to do those three things. Now, I'm not going to tell you now. I'm going to tell you next week. So my gift to you for next year is to help you make 2020 the year you said yes to yourself to shift back the focus on you and what you want to achieve or do. And I know what you do when you finally give yourself the love, the attention, the care that you deserve. You go and feel like your authentic self you connect to who you are and then you build your project, you take those vacations, you feel confident, sexy, good in your body, you enjoy yourself and you enjoy your children, your family more, you get to be more with them uh, as who you are fully and not just the mom, you're clear on your path and connected to your deep self. I'm really excited about this year. Thanks as always to listen to the Beyond Motherhood podcast, where we believe you can be a mom and a badass sensual woman too. If you feel you want to go deeper or you want to feel supported in your journey of reclaiming who you are after children... I work with women and mothers one-on-one to help them not only get their fire back, but also rediscover who they are to redefine what they want in their life and connect to their passionate self, both in the bedroom and in their lives. I offer free calls, so simply book a call with me and I'd love to hear about you and chat with you about what's going on. Okay, have a wonderful week and talk to you next Friday.